I think a lot of people don't associate with the affiliate marketing world and absolutely relationships and relationship building is a huge, huge part of it. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates and grow your profits. Hello and welcome and happy new year. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this e-commerce marketing focused podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, each month we focus on a different marketing method, could be email or SEO or Facebook ads. And each week I interview a different expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. We're kicking the year off with affiliate marketing. Why? Well, why is exactly what this episode is about? This episode is about why you should be considering affiliate marketing in 2024. There's kind of been a coming together of a whole load of key topics or key reasons, key whys, key pull and push factors that make affiliate marketing probably the most important performance marketing channel for 2024. For some of you, certainly, maybe not for all of you, but for some of you, certainly. So in this episode, we're exploring the why and the how and a little bit of, bit of the what uh, for you all with an absolute genius in this space. Um, she is brilliant and is really bringing the genius to this episode. Uh, we will also be touching on bit around the PR opportunity around affiliates, so how that could help you get into newspapers. We'll be covering off attribution. We're talking about marketing efficiency and we'll be getting a few tips from our guest on what's working in 2024 and the best affiliate strategies to do. We will be going into an awful lot more of affiliates over the next coming episodes, but this one's really going to set the scene and help you realise why you should be considering affiliate marketing quite seriously this year. Before we get get into it, big thanks to past podcast guest Hannah Spicer for introducing me to today's guest. And do make sure you listen right to the end of the episode, because at the end, my guest will be sharing some quick fire insider tips to help you maximise the performance of affiliates. And I'll be sharing my take on it all, plus outlining some more free ways we can help you right now to improve your affiliate marketing even more. So stay tuned to the end, everybody. Genie Goals are the performance marketing agency for ambitious e-commerce brands. Their dedicated and award-winning team has over 40 years experience within the affiliate industry, including actual brand and client-side experience, having operated as an affiliate and working at a network partner. Plus, they're founding members of the APMA, the Affiliate and Partner Marketing Association. Genie Goals have launched and managed programs for many e-commerce stores, including SMEs like Only Curls and powerhouses like Carl Lagerfeld. They're platform agnostic and take a full funnel approach to make sure they're proactively growing your sales. Want to understand more about affiliates but hate the jargon and don't know where to start? Well, you can grab your free copy of Genie Goals Affiliate Marketing for Beginners Guide now without even giving them your email address. Madness! Um, you can get it by going to keepopt.com forward slash genie goals, all one word. So G-E-N-I-E-G-O-A-L-S. That's keepopt.com forward slash genie goals for the perfect affiliate marketing for beginners guide. In this episode, I'm chatting with affiliate expert Chike Lowe. Chike spent seven years running growth, partnerships and performance marketing at Cult Beauty, where she was named one of the top 50 industry players in performance marketing by Performance In. 
Wow. Um, in 2022, she founded Low Digital to support luxury and beauty brands to maximise growth in a sustainable and efficient way through affiliate performance marketing, making her the perfect guest to kick off our affiliate marketing month. Hello, Chike. Hello, Chloe. Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely to be here. It's great to have you here. And um, with your, your experience, extra great um, to have you kicking off uh, our whole month of affiliate content. But before we get into to what's happening now, how did you end up working in affiliate marketing? Because it's it's a it's a less talked about area of the industry. So how did you end up in it? It, it definitely is, and I think I certainly more fell into it than actively chose it. So um, prior to my time at Court Beauty, I was at Net-A-Porter for almost two years, which was really um, the kind of start of my performance marketing career. So I actually did search engine marketing um, at my time in Net-A-Porter, but I saw this really, really uh, exciting opportunity at a new start, um, a relatively new startup called Court Beauty, and I was really, really bored into the brand. So I was brought on as a digital marketing exec and I was just picking up bits and bobs across lots of different channels. And because of my prior experience um, doing performance, it felt natural for me to kind of take over that affiliate program. And that's where I was self-taught. I really delved deep into, uh, we were working with Rakuten at the time. So that's what our uh, network was, our affiliate program, um, the network of our affiliate program, excuse me. Um, and then I really, really just found a passion doing lots of experiment uh, experimentation. And we were at the time um, managing the program on the lowest service levels that they offer. So they offer multiple service levels with increasing account management support, but we started on the lowest base. So it was very much just me um, doing it all. And I applied a lot of my learnings from the paid search world into um, affiliates and I found a lot of success in it. And that's really, really how I started my journey into affiliates and the rest is history, basically. What an awesome opportunity to get to work with such a such an amazing brand in the beauty space. But at a point where it was at the beginning and to you know to kind of be able to start with that blank slate and learn affiliates as you grew it that must have been a brilliant experience it was really honestly life-changing i would i will always say this lex the founder and jenny um, my mentor at the time they really really gave me all of the opportunities um, that were that were available and when they started seeing success in these channels and our previous um, CEO as well Murray at the time really really believed in me and gave me those opportunities to do these tests and learns they knew this is something I always um, say and I take it with me to this day one of my biggest um, pieces of advice is always fail fast I want to do these tests you'll only learn if you keep and keep on testing and really really luckily I had the best team who were there to support me um, and they knew that I had the ability to do it and I obviously wasn't doing silly tests and investing in silly exposure doing small um, incremental changes first and then re-looking at all that data that's what I've been um, you know that's what I've been trained to do all of my career is basically analysis 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 and that's what I love about digital and that's what I love about affiliates as well you have hard data for you to work off the back of and analyze and learn from. And I think that's something that's very, very unique to performance channels and why I love performance marketing. God, I never thought I'd say that sentence. <laughs> Given the young me, I love performance marketing. Yeah, but it, it's addictive, isn't it? Um, for anyone wondering what an SL team is, guys, that's a senior leadership team. 
we we don't want you pondering that because you need to be <laughs> listening to the good good affiliate stuff. Um, so you said there about you know how you were, you bought the skills that you had from um, the Google search management, you know, so the nitty gritty ones and zeros, optimization, spreadsheet stuff into affiliates. And obviously that is super important in an affiliate piece, but there's also the relationship side, which I think is why a lot of people fail to really make affiliates work is because they haven't got the skill set to master both the the analytical optimization part, but also the relationship building part. How do you, like, actually, let's, let's go, go, I'll give you a weird question on this one. Sure. Um, in your experience, especially working for, for brands where brand is so important, you're not, you know, trying to shift cleaning products or something. This is interesting, content heavy product. How much percentage of your success would you say is down to the relationship side and how percentage is down to the, the spreadsheets analysis side? I would say that's a really that's a really really good question. I think a lot of people don't associate with the affiliate marketing world and absolutely relationships um relationship building is a huge huge part of it. I would say even so that it would be 40% relationships and 60% analytics. It is whole it's so down to the relationships you have with publishers, people you are working with again and, and again. These I have a fantastic relationship with Rakuten. They have been one of the agencies I've partnered with. I've partnered with multiple, multiple agencies, but I will always choose Rakuten because of what I believe to be their um, superior account management services. And I've worked with um, across a lot of different account managers on different networks, be it traditional networks, also SaaS platforms as well. And what I find is with strong account management teams as well, you get so much more out of them. And it is really, really something um, to, to say within within the space where at the time negotiation is a huge, huge part of it. It's not something like with paid social or with Google. You can't negotiate um, how much you're paying for exposure. There is a CPC that you will end up paying and it's determined by whoever you are competing against or bidding against. You can't specify um, discounts or free, freebies. There's a lot of things that you can get free free of charge out of strong relationships um, out of this. But equally as well, I think this is a challenge in the affiliate space where a lot of people underestimate how much brand can be brought in through affiliates. I think there's this really old school um, and quite archaic idea around affiliate marketing, how it's low quality sites or just voucher partners, but that is simply not true. There are so many other publisher categories um, in the space that more and more brands are starting to work with. And these were brands who, and I, I have clients who will say, we will not work with voucher sites. We are a luxury premium brand and we refuse to work with them. And that's absolutely fine. There is an affiliate program to suit that kind of brand. Equally, if it's a volume brand who is constantly discounting, you know, you expect a, a discount towards payday at the end of the month, you'll get an app uh, notification, you'll get emails. There are also um, program builds that are specific to that brand as well. So it is very, very important what the brand prioritizes in terms of its business goals. But there is an affiliate program and the affiliate channel can work for anyone I would say love like you gave us so much in that GK I would I would say I'm going to pick on a couple of things I'm going to give you a new question because I want to get us deeper into this so I think that your 60 40 split on um, analysis 
and relationships is so key. And the fact you mentioned that, you know, you need to manage the relationship with your platform as well as with the affiliates is so important. And then that, and we, we, we were talking about this, we knew, you know, we, we got quite into talking about this before we even hit record, which is that there are a million and one affiliate strategies and you have to find the right one for you and build the right relationships to work. And I think the way you just explained that with the voucher codes versus the brand focused is absolutely sums it up perfectly. But let's, let me give you another question because, um, you know so much about affiliates and I want to make sure we're getting, getting the best out of you. Now, when you um, sent me through your pitch to be on the show, which I'm very, very grateful that you did, um, you were saying that affiliates is now the rock star of the performance marketing world and that it's, you know, and basically saying this is a key channel that brands, e-commerce stores, etc., should be embracing in 2024. Why is it now the time to care about affiliate marketing, to add it into your mix, to reactivate it. Why Why 2024? Sure. That's a um, really fantastic question and something that I actually get asked um, quite a lot now. So if we think about um, just, I, this is very specific to the UK economy. So if we look at the stats that the uh, Office of National Statistics released, just in, I think it was November, either October or November, it was the most recent stats, 62% of adults living in Great Britain are now spending less on non-essentials because of the cost of living crisis. So consumer spending is down, meaning that there is a smaller share of wallet to the same pool of merchants. So there is increased competition from an advertising standpoint for this same wallet. And based on performance models, this can become increasingly costly. So a lot of the performance models where we look at, we are bidding against each other. So the more competitors in the space, um, bidding for the same kind of keywords or volume of users, it's going to push those CPCs up. And this is something I know so many people, uh, retailers, particularly if you were pushing uh, paid search across cyber, they would have seen the impact of this. I would say as well, a few years ago, um, rewind a couple of years back, start of 2021, paid social was the rock star of the performance marketing world prior to that. And then the iOS 14 update came into place. So um, I'm sure a lot listening to this podcast uh, will already know, but if you didn't, um, the iOS 14 update that came uh, from Apple meant that from when the moment you start um, downloading a new app, you have the option uh, where they have to ask you, ask app not to track your activity because of increasing privacy laws. So now you have the option to not be not tracked. So you're not getting cookied and it's harder for the for meta to place you as a cohort and decide what you're going to do next based of all of your data given through all the apps that you're using. So since that happened, huge amounts of businesses which relied uh, purely on paid social because the targeting was so accurate, they can almost pinpoint with very much certainty who is going to buy your product next based on their browsing um, behavior, lookalike audiences, what their friends are doing, what similar audiences are doing. So paid social, sadly, post-2021, just not an efficient marketing channel anymore. 
And then we spoke about paid search, looking at the increasing CPCs, it's becoming less and less efficient and becoming harder for retailers to um, gain a positive ROAS off the back of this. So if we do look at for the past five years on Google Trends, I'm not sure if this is a tool that everyone uses, but if you plot PPC, paid social and affiliate marketing all across the same graph, what you'll start to see is PPC has always had the higher volume of interest. But from the from kind of the back end of last year, what you'll start seeing is affiliate marketing search terms overtaking PPC. So people are starting to realize for also for all these different performance channels with affiliate, you're paying on an action. So whereas for PPC, you're paying on a click that might not convert, um, which very often is the case. The conversion rate is relatively low of a PPC ad, depending if it's brand or non-brand generic terms. But if you place that on an affiliate model, you are only paying commission on sales that are driven. So your ROI is automatically incredibly high off the back of that. So this is obviously if you're using a CPA, so cost per action uh, model only, but you can you can obviously go down different routes. You can pay per lead. If it's a sign up, depending on if it's an app download, you can also pay per, per app download. So it's very, very adjustable and agile in terms of what you want to pay for, but you only pay for a conversion that's driven, which makes it very, very efficient that one of the most efficient marketing channels possible out there. You've done a brilliant job, basically. I, I, I shudder to think that anyone listening to this podcast is not going, oh my Lord, we need to be doing affiliates this year. Um, so f what's working well in affiliates? Give us a couple of hints, you know, don't don't give away all the goodness. I'm sure you sure you don't want to give away, give away all your secrets, but what's what's the good stuff in affiliates in 2024? I think um, diversifying your portfolio of partners is always going to be really, really important. Like anything where you are spreading risk and not overly relying on one particular channel or publisher type, I would say. Of course, I know that this isn't always going to be feasible with a lot of brands, especially the luxury brands that I mentioned before, who categorically do not want to work with vouch partners but there are ways to get around this. So instead of discounting, for example, what I would say to some luxury brands is, why don't we work with loyalty partners? So um, Corey is a really, really strong partner who I've worked with uh, for years and years and years, and they partner with the likes of BA Abios. So instead of offering a discount, what you can do is almost a cashback amount. So in return for your um, luxury order, you will get um, X amount of uh, BA Abios points in return for that to incentivize that purchase. So you are still giving there's value add to your customer, but not in a discount way, which can be seen as less premium or lux in some industries. So things like that. There's lots of different different um, ways you, you can work with or if what some partners are starting to do now, they don't want to discount publicly or be seen to be discounted publicly. But there's a lot of closed user group platforms that you can work with. 
Um, Blue Light Card is one of these. So healthcare emergency um, workers as well who get access to uh, Blue Light Card. Lots of people like to discount to that closed network because it's not open. You're not seen to be doing it publicly. And then, of course, content partners as well and press and PR partners, which is a huge, huge growing part of the affiliate space, which actually is where I'm getting um, a huge amount of requests for new business. It's actually PRs who are reaching out to me now about it. Because a lot of the a lot of the newspapers, magazines, etc., are putting affiliate links on their content, aren't they? So if you're desperate to get into a magazine and you're also an, can give them an affiliate link, it's it, you're just that bit more likely to get it, aren't you? A hundred percent. So this this is um, the bulk of where my new business has come from. And it is because historically, we know that uh, newspapers, magazines, they traditionally, their bulk of their revenue stream comes from advertise, um, advertising. But with the circulation um, numbers down so more, uh, sorry, with the circulation um, numbers down so much at the moment, we know that print press is just uh oh it is fading it is fading everything is digital first nowadays so with these low circulation numbers they cannot afford to charge the same rates as they did when circulation numbers were say 10 years ago significantly higher so few people buy magazines and newspapers now nowadays so they have to look at alternative income streams so right now what's a really interesting shift is that editors, writers, journalists now are tasked with affiliate targets to hit. So they actually have to um, hit these targets set by the titles, by the publications and find ways to generate and maximize that affiliate those affiliate commissions as possible. So if you imagine a title or a publication and a writer or editor has two products they can talk about, one product or brand is offering 15% commission for every sale driven versus one who has no affiliate program, no commission driven. They need to hit their target. So who are they going to pick? So this is a really interesting dynamic shift now um, away from journalists and publications towards retailers, but only if you have a smart and a robust affiliate program in place. There's a lot of different variables that you have to take into account, especially for D2C brands as well. Something to think about, you have to consider also what your multi-brand retailers are doing. And in my experience, multi-brand retailers have a lot more resource experience in building those affiliate strategies as well you know they do it across multiple brands they know what works what doesn't and sometimes if you're a d2c brand it can be super challenging competing against the brains of those who are managing an affiliate program for a multi-brand retailer for example so strategy is very very important it's not just about oh i've got an affiliate program i'm fine everyone's going to start linking to me and i'm going to get so much um, press coverage. It's about doing it in the right way. So you're efficient because you can absolutely overpay. You can still pay over the odds. You can invest in tenancy that doesn't work. It's not about switching it on and all work. It's about continually optimizing and finding the little successes and levers that work for your brand and your brand's goals. Brilliant. So much great advice there, GK. Thank you. It's been great picking your brains about all of this. Listeners, remember to stay tuned right to the end so you don't miss out on GK's insider tips on affiliates and my suggestions for more free resources to help you improve things even further in your business. 
Genie Goals are the performance marketing agency for ambitious e-commerce brands. Their dedicated and award-winning team has over 40 years experience within the affiliate industry, including actual brand and client-side experience, having operated as an affiliate and working at a network partner. Plus, they're founding members of the APMA, the Affiliate and Partner Marketing Association. Genie Goals have launched and managed programs for many e-commerce stores, including SMEs like Only Curls and powerhouses like Carl Lagerfeld. They're platform agnostic and take a full funnel approach to make sure they're proactively growing your sales. Want to understand more about affiliates but hate the jargon and don't know where to start? Well, you can grab your free copy of Genie Goals Affiliate Marketing for Beginners guide now without even giving them your email address. Madness! Um, you can get it by going to keepopt.com forward slash genie goals, all one word. So G-E-N-I-E-G-O-A-L-S. That's keepopt.com forward slash genie goals for the perfect affiliate marketing for beginners guide. Okay, Chike, so far we've gone deep into why you should be using affiliates in 2024. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of affiliate marketing. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with affiliate marketing, which of course does include everything we've already been talking about. Chike, are you ready for these? Yes, ready. Okay, let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? I would always say, what are your KPIs for the channel and what do the brand want to achieve? This is arguably one of the most important factors to consider for the channel. Dependent on the goals that need to be reached, this will have a direct impact on your overall affiliate strategy. So I would say work out the goals, the KPIs, and then using that work backwards um, and devise your strategy off the back of this. As you were saying earlier, do not just put it live and think it will work. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. That is a big, big no-no. And lots and what lots of people actually do. Yeah, I've come across so many. And then then 12 months later they complain about the fact they paid twice for stuff. You know, one of the affiliates was doing XYZ. It's like, well, yeah, obviously, because you never logged in. <laughs> um right, before I get ranting, uh, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance? So I'd say, again, this relates to the first question. So it completely depends what optimization looks like for a brand. Do they want a higher AOV or do they want to focus on new customer acquisition, for example? So if it's a higher AOV, I would then update the commission strategy to give a higher commission tier over a certain basket value. And you're really wanting to use this channel to reward the behaviors that you want. If a merchant is looking for app downloads of their app or whatever the goal, um, I would always say, again, just, just do tests, constantly test and fail fast. Affiliates is all about testing and learning. And the flexible payment models allows you to test before investing in bigger tenancy pieces as well. So this allows you to spend efficiently. Yeah, it's a hugely creative space where you, you don't have the restrictions are so tiny and the opportunities for what you can do it's um it, it's a lot more fun than, than than a than a google ads or a facebook ads interface um okay if someone listening wants to learn more is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend 
So I would say um, quite a lot of the commerce um, platforms, Shopify being one of them, they usually have quite good um, affiliate marketing 101 guides. So there's definitely one on Shopify that um, I could recommend. It is an, very, very in-depth though, but you're not going to find huge amounts of in-depth um, pieces on this unless you're actually onboarded onto a program. But actually something that I'm going to be putting together as well. I do this for brands already. Um, I do something that's quite tailored for different brands. One of the services I offer, but I watch this space because I'm thinking of doing something a bit more generic, um, just an affiliate 101 out there for everyone, um, something that's e-com friendly, and I'll pop it on my website once that's ready. Awesome. Let us know when that is uh, is ready too, GK, and we will we'll send that out via our email list for you. Fabulous. Because it's yeah, I think I think the audience will really appreciate it. So, um, so yeah, let us know when it's up and running. Thank you. Okay, finally, crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to twelve months that we should be getting ready for? I would say um, the uh, it's something I'm already seeing, and I've spoken about it um, already a little bit today. But it's the convergence of PR and affiliates. These are going to these two channels are going to start working hand in hand, and it's going to become increasingly impossible to to secure coverage, um, especially from from press in the absence of a robust program. And additionally, as well, the space is only going to get more competitive as marketing budgets continue to decline. So I see I'm already seeing this huge influx of um, clients looking for affiliate support. But I can only see this increasing and increasing more so well into 2024. I do believe that the budgets will still continue marketing budgets across the board are still going to decline and retailers are all going to be rushing to find the most efficient um, channels possible to maximize the the um, outcome of their investment nice that's that's got me thinking um <laughs> very much got me thinking um gk we are very nearly at the end of the show so could you please 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 let the listeners know where they can find you and your business yeah, absolutely. So my website's probably um, the best place for you to start. So my website is www.lo-digital.co.uk or you can also find um, Low Digital on LinkedIn or myself, Chike Low, on LinkedIn as well. And I've got a little, I've just started a little Instagram for my business too. So um, I'm sure I can send you all the links and everything to that, Chloe. Brilliant. Yeah, we'll get all that added onto the, the web page, the show notes for the for the show. But um, thanks. Thank you so much, TK. And uh, thank you for being on the Keep Optimising podcast. It's been brilliant chatting to you about affiliates. I, You're so right on everything you said. I can't believe anyone is not considering adding affiliates to their marketing mix this year. So thank you so much for sharing so much with us. We really appreciate it. Oh no, that's absolutely fine, Chris. It's been it's been a pleasure. I I could talk affiliates all day long and <laughs> try and stop me. Thank you so so much for having me, Chloe. It's been fab. What a great way to kick off affiliate marketing month. Um, Chike's so spot on with so much of she of what she she was saying there about how there's it's almost like the, the everything's come together to make this a great time to be doing affiliate affiliate marketing, but you've got to be doing it properly. So it's going to bring you that defined cost per acquisition because you're paying based on acquisition. You're not paying a CPM that someone then melt, you know, does the does the maths to go, oh yeah, your CPA was. You're saying up front, my I want my CPA to be this. X per that happening or a commission on sales. 
you but you do really 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 need to manage it you need to be building relationships with those affiliates being clear on what your strategy is are you doing a voucher code strategy you're doing a loyalty strategy you're doing a cashback strategy are you doing a brand strategy are you doing a pr strategy i think that pr piece that gk was telling us about um how that's becoming a, an increasingly important part of the of the pr piece is the money that the the newspapers and the magazines can earn on the back of those links it's super important advice if you're wanting to get get your pr levels up then clearly having an affiliate campaign to run along the side of that is super important at the moment. Um, attribution, obviously less affected in affiliates than it is in those other channels. So don't worry about that. And, and yeah, strategy, 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 everybody put the effort in, do the analysis, do the relationship building. There's so much to do. We will be diving into many elements of that throughout the rest of our affiliate marketing series. But for now, you can get the links to everything we discussed in this episode, the full transcript, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. Or you can use our special direct episode short links. Just put keepopt.com forward slash episode number into the URL bar and you'll go straight to the correct page of the website. When you get to the website, please do add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the things I share to help you improve your business, including our upcoming update when Chike's got that um, open to everyone advice about uh, improving your affiliate marketing live. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to continue learning about affiliates right now, as our, the rest of this month has not gone live yet, you'll need to scroll back up your feed to episodes 41 to 44. Yeah, a little while back but they're all highly still relevant. Um, and that's the last time we did a full set of episodes on affiliate marketing, which each covers a different aspect of making it work for your store. You can also find all our affiliate content that includes some more recent episodes that we've done as part of other months via the short link keepopt.com forward slash affiliate including one where we're talking about the overlap between affiliates and influencers, which is a whole other world of overlaps. In this one, we talked about affiliates and PR. In that one, we talk about affiliates and influencers. And please, please do tell your fellow marketers about the Keep Optimizing podcast because I've created it to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing. Clearly, affiliate marketing is a hot topic this year, so please do spread the word for us. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z. Genie Goals are the performance marketing agency for ambitious e-commerce brands. Their dedicated and award-winning team has over 40 years experience within the affiliate industry, including actual brand and client-side experience, having operated as an affiliate and working at a network partner. Plus, they're founding members of the APMA, the Affiliate and Partner Marketing Association. Genie Goals have launched and managed programs for many e-commerce stores, including SMEs like Only Curls and powerhouses like Carl Lagerfeld. They're platform agnostic and take a full funnel approach to make sure they're proactively growing your sales. Want to understand more about affiliates but hate the jargon and don't know where to start? Well, you can grab your free copy of Genie Goals Affiliate Marketing for Beginners Guide now without even giving them your email address. Madness! 
Um, you can get it by going to keepopt.com forward slash genie goals, all one word. So G-E-N-I-E-G-O-A-L-S. That's keepopt.com forward slash genie goals for the perfect affiliate marketing for beginners guide.